ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
this morning just try it to be louder hallelujah father we thank you that you've watched over us we are alive to see 25 December what a blessing what a blessing. Keep us till this year ends. Let your will be done. Let your hand be mighty upon our lives. In Jesus' name. This morning we pray that your word will come to us mightily. And we will be invigorated to serve you and to live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated. I want to welcome all of you to church this Christmas morning. But I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And those of us who are online, I can't see you today, but I, I believe you are online. Normally I see you, but today I can't see you. I, I believe you are going to enjoy the service. You've enjoyed the service already. And today I have something just uh, a little to share with you. And uh, make sure you join us to pray on Saturday at 3.30 a.m. 3.30 a.m. <laughs> so I'm choosing my text, my Christmas morning text from Matthew chapter 2. Verse 1. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days 
of Herod the king. Let's pray. Father, I ask you to speak to us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Are you in church? Or, or we should just invite the choir to sing the close. Reverend Michael, should we invite the choir? Or I, I, I should preach. Once Reverend Michael says I should preach. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. I want a nice sister to read. Um, is that Samantha? Where's Samantha? Come, come and read. Uh, you look like your sister. I see. Are you twins? Read. Read, read from my Bible. Can you see? Verse 1. Uh, reading. Okay, okay. You will read from verse 1 to, um, to verse 8. Then your sister will read from verse 9. Your twin sister will read from verse 9 to um, verse 14. Okay? Yeah, so you are doing 1 to 8. And you are doing what? 9 to 14. Go on. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 8. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets, And thou, and thou Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared and he sent them to Bethlehem and said go and search diligently for the young child and when ye have found him bring me word again that I may come and worship him also Matthew chapter 2 verse 9 to 14 when they had heard the king they departed and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and may and being warned of god in a dream that they should not return to herod 
they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod would seek thee, the young child, to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Amen. Clap your hands for my girls. So, oh, clap your hands for them. They've done very well. Beautiful. Are you ready for the word of God this morning? I am picking today's message from verse 12. Verse 12. Who read verse 12? Stephanie, come and read verse 12 again. And take your time and read it. It's a very important verse. Verse 12. Matthew chapter 2 verse 12. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Finally. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. If you heard the, the scripture, the reading, these wise men met Herod and Herod told them where is it? Who read the place where they met Herod? I need help. Uh Ah. Who read verse 7? Come and read the Herod encounter. Herod. We are preaching today. Then, seven. Verse 7. Then Herod, when he had heard privily, called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. Verse 8. And he said to them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when ye have found him, Bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. Finally. And he said take to your them, time. Take your time. And he said to them to Bethlehem and said, And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him. And when you have found him. Bring me word again. 
bring me word again, again. That I may come and worship him also. Right. So these were the words of Herod. When he met the wise men, he actually called for them and they came. And he told them that they should go and look for the boy, the baby. And then when they find him, said, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. Then we come to verse 12. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. Can you see there? Yes. Herod met them and told them to go and look for the baby and come back to him. And then God also warned them. Don't go back to Herod. So, the Bible says, they departed into their own country another way. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? Another way. Another way. Another way. So these wise men received instructions. Clap your hands for... Uh, who are you? Samantha. Clap your hands for her. These wise men received instructions from two kings. Two powerful men. One was King Herod. And the other was the king of kings. Beautiful. King Herod said, Go and look for the baby and bring news. Because I also want to worship him. Then God said to them, Don't go back. Whose word will you choose? You don't seem to understand English today. Is it very wild? It's very wild. You don't know Herod. You don't know Herod. Remember that after this, the next thing he did was to slaughter all the children. You don't know Herod. You don't know who Herod. You don't know him. The same way some of you don't know the people you are dealing with. You don't know the real nature of that girl you are dealing with. You don't know the true nature of that man in your room. You've not seen anything yet. I said, 
you don't know who you are dealing with. I pray that you will have a revelation of who you are dealing with. That's why when Jesus even met demons, he asked them, what is your name? That is Jesus Christ. And you are assuming that you know everybody. I'm quite surprised. I'm quite surprised. I said, you don't know Herod. And I will say to somebody, the person is online. You don't know what you are doing. You don't know what you are doing. The wise men received instructions from two kings. King Herod and King God. King Herod Are you here or I should stop and We've got a beautiful choir here Who can minister King Herod And Anna Who is the other king King God Ladies and gentlemen This morning I'm, I'm preaching a short message I've titled The fear of God The fear of God. <laughs> because, you see, the wise men feared God more than man. No matter how powerful the man was, the wise men feared God. I've been a pastor for decades. I've not preached this message before. And I'm surprised because it's one of the most important messages every Christian should hear. They feared God. If you are in church this morning, I'm talking to you about a subject called the fear of God. The fear of God. No wonder they were called wise men. They feared God more than King Herod. Very often in the Bible, we see godly men who were also faced with a choice between obeying man and obeying God. In Daniel chapter 3 verse 17, the Bible says, If it be so, the Hebrew boys were talking, If it be so, our God whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace 
And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those who fear God and choose to disobey man in favor of God know what is in store for them, but they still go ahead to fear God. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should hit the furnace one seven times more than it was one to be heated. Did God deliver them from the furnace? In Acts chapter 5, verse 28, Peter was warned by those who had arrested him, saying, Did we not straightly command you Acts 5.28 Did we not straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, you have failed Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. We ought to obey God rather than men. Ladies and gentlemen, you ought to obey God rather than men. Now, the fear of God is not some ministry gift. The fear of God is not a ministry gift that Pastor Ekins has and Brother Henry doesn't have. The fear of God is not something that some special people are endowed with and other people are not endowed with because it doesn't form part of their destiny. The fear of God is not given to anyone. We have the responsibility of choosing it. Proverbs 129. Proverbs 129. For they that hated, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. The fear of God doesn't come upon some special people. Anybody you see, like the wise man who exercised the fear of God, chose it. So when you meet somebody who doesn't fear God, the person hasn't chosen it. This is a Christmas message. When you meet someone who doesn't fear God, the person has not chosen the fear of God. You choose it. If you don't have it, it means you did not choose it. You have the 
option of the power. When you meet someone who doesn't fear God, the person hasn't chosen it. When you meet somebody who fears God, the person did what? Chose it. That they hated knowledge and did not choose. You choose it. When I was in secondary school, I chose subjects. I chose physics. I chose biology. I didn't choose geography. In fact, I was so afraid of geography that I was forced to study French. <laughs> so I took French to all level. I did not choose economics. I did not choose BK. Somebody chose BK and did not choose biology. Ladies and gentlemen, the fear of God is a subject. It's a subject. When you meet somebody who doesn't have it, it means the person hasn't chosen that subject. It's a subject. So today, the topic of today's lecture is the fear of God because it's a subject. It is a subject you must choose and understand. You must understand it. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 5. Then shall thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. The fear of God is something you must understand. You must understand it. Some of you don't fear God. The wise man feared God. You don't fear God. You don't fear God because you've chosen to do geography instead of fear of God. You don't fear God because you've chosen to walk with those friends instead of the fear of God. And some of you who have chosen the fear of God don't want to understand it. Because you can choose a subject and get grade 9 in it. Makutabayangalababa. I said you can choose a subject and get an F. You can choose a subject and get grade 9 in the subject. You didn't choose it. And you, some of you chose it, but you are not understanding it. So today, I'm talking about the hallmarks of the fear of God. The hallmarks. Number one. Those who fear God know God. They are spiritual. Like the wise men. Like the wise men. Like the Hebrew boys, the three boys.
If you don't know God, you won't fear God. If you don't know God, if, when you meet somebody who doesn't fear God, you have met somebody who doesn't know God, who is not spiritual. Yes. Those who fear God are spiritual. One way to know that somebody is spiritual is to measure the person's fear of God. Measure the person's fear of God. Spirituality. Joseph was spiritual. He was very spiritual. So in in spite of how he felt, he said, no, I have a feeling, but I cannot sleep with you. I can't do this and sin again. You see, he used the word sin. Some of you don't know sin. You say, oh, it was a mistake. And it was an, 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 an indiscretion. Some of the words, there are some new words now which I've come to replace. And it was an entanglement. I was entangled with her. It was just an entanglement we experienced. But Joseph called it sin. The day you start calling some things sin is the day we will know that you fear God. You yourself should know whether you are spiritual by your level of the fear of God. Number two, those who fear God know His voice. They know His voice. They know His voice. They know it. They know it. They are sensitive to the promptings of God. Very sensitive. Like the wise men. They knew that this was the voice of God. They were not prepared to compromise. They knew. Those who fear God, number three, have sensitive spiritual reflexes. 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 Hey! This is wrong. I shouldn't have said what I said. Most of the time, when I, when I preach, any time I preach, when I finish preaching, I go through my sermon. Not by listening to it. I, I play it back in my spirit. And I pick things I said that I shouldn't have said. All the time. All the time. The people who fear God have sharp reflexes. The fear of God. Today we are treating in this lecture the topic, the fear of God. The fear of God. They know that they can frustrate the grace of God. So they are spiritually sensitive. Do they make mistakes? The people who fear God, do they make mistakes? They make mistakes. But when they make mistakes, any mistake, they are sensitive to the mistake they have made. They are this, oh, I was wrong. This was bad. First Samuel 24, verse 5. And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirts. He cut it. He finished cutting it. The Bible says that his heart smote him. Does your heart smite you? Does your heart smite you? 
when you make a mistake, when you say something you shouldn't have said, when you do something you shouldn't have done, does your heart smite you? They make mistakes. You can know a person by his or her attitude towards mistakes that are pointed out to him or her. Oh, what's this? What? Are you the only man of God? Is this the only church? Makuta Bayangalababa. Number next. Those who fear God are obedient to his word and commandments. If you fear God, we will know it by your obedience to the word of God. The word. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Verse 2. That thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, thou and thy son, and thy son's sons, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. We know your fear by your, by your obedience to the word of God. The wise men obeyed the voice of God. We know you fear God by how you obey the voice of God. Obey the word of God. That's how we know you fear God. That's how we know you fear God. Ha! Over 95% of Christians don't even know the subject. There's no fear of God in their hearts. One day, I had a chance, not a chance, I'll be well, I was going to counsel a brother who opened up to me that my problem is that I, I, I you know, a sex. Young boy, I mean, girls and girls. You know. And he, so I said, he should see me. So I, I, I want to go into his background, know how it happened and, you know, how he came to have this problem and also to help him to come out of it i had arranged all my things as you can imagine <laughs> but as soon as he sat down in fact he is the one who made me sensitive to the subject just about a month or two ago as soon as he sat down in my office i heard audibly in my ear the fear of god i said what is this fear of god then the voice came again. The fear of God. And the Lord told me, in the, as I sat with him, that this boy doesn't have a weakness. It's not a weakness with girls. It's not like he's, he, he's, he has a weakness with sex and fornication, like he falls easily. No. His problem is that he has not chosen the fear of God. The fear of God is not in his life. You see, anybody who calls certain things his weakness, my weakness is this, I, I, I'm prone to this, doesn't have the fear of God. Yes. If you have the fear of God, you will not say some things are a weakness. You will fight it because you fear God. The fear of God is what made people disobey kings. They could see the fiery finest. 
Heated seven times. I don't even know how you can heat a furnace. I don't know what they put in to heat it seven times. They saw it. They said, nah! I fear God. I'm, I, I prefer to enter this fire than to enter the fire of the wrath of God. The fear of God. I told him, I said, your problem is that you don't fear God. Joseph feared God. He feared God. He feared God. Show me which young man won't, won't have a feeling when he sees a beautiful wife of, 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 of a king. And it was the woman's habit of sleeping with ourselves. But Joseph said, no, I stand to gain. I stand to, 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 to benefit if I do what you want me to do, but I will not. I'd rather go to prison than to sleep with you. Some of you who call pornography your weakness, sex your weakness, this your weakness, it's not pornography. You don't have the fear of God. That's why you are where you are. Are we closing? What is your attitude towards the word of God? Do you, do, you, do you tremble at the word of God? It shows your lack of fear. People go on and on and on. Being warned of God. God warned them. God warned them. Can you count how many warnings you have received from God? Next, those who fear God are ready to pay any price to follow their convictions. They are ready to pay any price to lose anything. To experience any loss, any problem. Once I'm obeying God, I'm okay. Let me be poor. Let me not have money. Let me not buy a car. If it is you I must marry, then I prefer not to be married and, and please God. If it is you that I have to marry, then I will not marry. I will rather be single and, and please God. Exodus chapter 1, verse 17. But the midwives feared God and did, did not, did not as the king of Egypt commanded. But they saved the men children alive. It's not just the wise men. The midwives. The midwives. Kanuma Hangalaba. The midwives. They said, we fear God. You are a king. You've given a law. But kill me. Kill me. Kill me. That we should kill the boys. Never. It's interesting, eh? That the same Jesus story and Moses. Moses also is a type of Jesus. All of them. One, the, 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 the main pillar in their story is men who feared God, midwives who feared God, wise men who feared God. Madula Bababa. The next, those who fear God will serve Him. When we see how you are not prepared to serve God, and rather to serve politics, to serve your, your, your feelings, to give your energy, your time, the opportunities you have. 
when the brother told me, said, my wife's father and mother died together. I said, wow. People don't fear that you may not be alive next year. That's why I'm preaching today. I have an opportunity to preach. I've announced a convention. I may not be alive to be in the convention. We are having, how can I say thanks on Sunday? I may not be alive. So if I get the chance on Sunday, I give it my best. Because the chances are not all the But you don't fear God. You don't fear God. Those who fear God will always serve him. Because they realize that this is my chance. Tomorrow hasn't been promised. Joshua 24 verse 14. Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Anytime, look around carefully. Anybody you know, like Pastor Bwati, who is serving God, he fears God. He fears God. They are together. It's not like when you fear God, you serve Him. Fear God and serve Him. In fact, you must fear first before you serve Him. So when we look at your nonchalance, we look at your ambivalent disposition. We know that you don't fear God. Oh yes. Mark it somewhere in your book. When you meet somebody who has been in a church for a thousand years and is not serving God, the fear level has dropped. We who are serving God, it's not because we have time or we don't have problems. Our lives are sorted out. No. No. On the contrary. Fear of God. Fear of God. I should stop. The way you, you are not... Should I continue? Okay. Next. Those who fear the Lord will put away idols. Yes. Be careful. Those of you playing with idols. Eating back things you vomited two years ago. A lifestyle you disdained because of your spirituality. Now you are embracing it with your hands and legs. Watch out. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods. Put away the gods which your father served. All of us have got fathers who serve God. Put it away. Don't go for them. The father that your father lived it does not mean you must live it also. Yes. You are blessed to have Yahweh. Put it away. Don't be a fool. The next. When you, when you want you to stop, please just raise your hand. I'll, I'll stop. There's a sister ready to sing also. And a pastor ready to close the service. When you are ready, let me know. Those who fear the Lord do not take advantage of the weaknesses of others. Those who fear God don't take advantage of the weaknesses of others. Leviticus 19.14 Thou shalt not curse the deaf, nor put a stumbling block before the blind, but shall fear thy God. I am the Lord. 
when you fear God, you see, but before, before I say that, in life, as we go on, you will meet people you can take advantage of. Plenty. Plenty people. People with weaknesses that are subject to you. That you can take advantage of. If you're a pastor in a church, pastor in a church, you will meet girls who will even fall in love with you. Oh, yes. Yes. There are members in this service I can approach right now. In fact, I can, I should never lack money. Never. I can't, can I, I, I have this problem. Can you please bless me with a, a thousand? Can I have some thousand? About people like, when we were building, somebody will come with 15,000 pounds. Sitting, sitting here. One pound, I can't, 1,000 pounds I can't get. You will meet people. That is the hallmark. That's a measure of your fear. Yes. It's called the fear of God. If you are married to your husband, pray for him that he will have the fear of God, not the fear of you. You got, you got nothing by frightening your husband. Because as men, we have the capacity for multi-directional love. Ah, how can a man marry three wives and love all of them? It's, it's possible. So you, it's not possible. You are not the only woman I can love. And you don't understand it. Somebody will come in and, and interpret it in a way for you. Pray that your husband will fear God and know that he will love you. He has, the, he has the capacity for multidirectional love. Only, only, O-N-L-Y, only the fear of God can keep a man from sin. Not the fear of a, 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 a spouse. And I'm saying to you, Bishop Kobe, Asamoah, that as you move along with the children, with the whatever, you will meet weak people. If you've not met them already. But the Bible says that don't curse a deaf man. Why should you? If this girl is not deaf, if I curse her, she will hear it. Hey, Bishop, why? Why are you cursing me? Why? What, what have I done? But she is deaf. She can't hear. So when she turns her head and I curse her, she doesn't even hear. You don't do that. It means I'm taking advantage of her deafness. Or, 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 don't put a stumbling block on the path of someone who can see. That the man can see. And you are going to put a stone there. And before you know it, the man is going to fall down. Because you've taken advantage of his not ability. Not, not ability. Some people are not powerful as you are. And you've taken advantage of them to be where you are. But thou shall fear God. Ha! One of the weaknesses of every man is his blind side. There's something called the blind spots. What you say about me when I'm not present shows your fear of God. My weakness is not girls. Clearly it's not girls. My weakness is not money. 
I want to confess my weakness to you. My weakness is my blind spot. And I have plenty of them. In fact, one of the supernatural events in Revelations was when John saw a being with eyes everywhere. That's what we need. We need eyes everywhere. Yes. As you are the MD and your store, your, 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 your store assistant is there, can turn off the cameras and remove things, go and sell and buy some in town. Ladies and gentlemen, when someone can see you, that's why we see your fear of God. Who was there with Joseph? Nobody. That day, that's what we call Potiphar's blind spots. Sometimes you will visit a woman at the husband's blind spot. Yes. What you do in the house shows your fear of God. Don't you understand the message I pray? Especially if the girl, the woman says, Famille, Mia, And you are standing there with healings. Of course, not Reverend Michael. He's, a, he's, he's different. But the rest of us, you are standing there with healings. Makuta. Is it a good message? Oh, it's, 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 it's not a good message. Thou shalt not curse the death. That is, don't speak about a person or to a person when the person can't hear you. Don't do that. Those who fear God, don't talk that way. The next one. Discern the fear of God in a person before you speak certain words to him. Discern. Discern a person's level of fear before you say certain words. It's not everybody you speak your mind to. There are people I have apologized to. Who should have been the ones apologizing to me? Never speak your mind. I've done that a couple of times. When you see me spiritually, you see that certain parts of my body are not normal. They are contractures from bends. Bends. I've bent myself many times. I spoke my mind freely to some people. Only to regret. Yesterday, two days ago, I was standing in front of a mirror and the Lord said to me, if ever you get the chance to speak to this young man, never say what you... It's in your head. Never talk. Never let him know your heart. Be quiet. Descend the fear of God in a person. Before you speak certain words. Act 13. Verse 26. Men and brethren. Children of the stock of Abraham. And whosoever among you feareth God, to you 
To you is the word of the salvation sense. Kataba. The one who fears God. To you, not this one, not this girl, not this one, no, 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 this one, to you, the word of salvation is not sent to anyone. It's not everybody you save. Discern the fear of God before you speak some words. Those who fear, those of you who fear God, to you, not this man, because I discern he doesn't fear God, but to you, Adol, he said, to you, it's the word of this salvation sent. Those who fear God submit themselves to those above and below them. Yes. Those who fear God, they submit themselves not only to big powers above them, they submit themselves to people below them. They receive counsel not only from mans of God, but they receive counsel from mans of God and children of God. Ephesians 5, 21. Talking about marriage. In which institution the man is the head. It says, 21, Ephesians 5. Submitting yourselves one to another. In the fear of God. If you go and marry a fool because you are looking for breasts and thighs, then that's your problem. But any man who is married to a proper woman, I urge you, listen, what I'm wearing today is my wife's advice. I was going to wear something nicer. (laughs) Nicer to me. She said, no, it's Christmas. Don't bring your black things here also. Don't bring your black things to the service. We are about to be happy. <laughs> I said, okay, then choose. So choose this one. Choose this one. Choose this one. I said, so is this good? Say yes, it's good. Beware of husbands who don't listen to their wives. I, mean, I learned that early in my life. Early. When I was in secondary school, I had a friend whose father was a soldier and went to Lebanon, those UN trips. He would go and bring chainsaw, dolma. You don't, you don't know dolma. Do you know dolma? Dolma chainsaw. He would b- go and bring um, nika nika, um, goji, <laughs> cornmeal, cornmeal, and other things. When he comes, when the things come, his wife will advise him. Let's do this this way. Let's take it here. Let's do this. Consistently. The man never listened to his wife. Consistently. Every business failed. So one day, the wife took over one of the things. Their prosperity began. She built a house. Because some men are fools, you know. Some men are fools. If you're a wife... Make yourself a, a woman that your husband will listen to. 
Yeah, don't be a witch. Chateau Makataba. I'm ending. I'm ending. I'm ending. Those who fear God are wise. Those who fear God. No wonder the men were called Magi. Wise men. If you don't fear God, you're not wise. We know Proverbs 19. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But that's not the only truth. There's more than the fear of God being the beginning of wisdom. It's just 2% of the truth. This can't be the only truth. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yes, it's true. But in many cases, it's not true. Job 28, 28. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of God. That is wisdom. The fear of God. What? That fear is wisdom, not the beginning. When you say you won't do something because of God, you are not just beginning to be wise. You are wise. And unto man, he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. When you don't fear God, what happens to you? One thing that happens to you. Those who throw away the fear of God experience disasters. 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 Jeremiah 2.19 Thine own wickedness shall correct thee. <laughs> and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Know therefore and see that it is an evil thing and bitter that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God. And that my fear is not in thee. My fear is not. My fear is not in me. So, those who throw away the fear, because you see, the fear of God guides you. Just like the Holy Spirit guides you. The, one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to guide. He guides us, He's our guide. And did you know that the fear of God is a spirit? It's one of the components of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 11, verse 2. So, when you fear God, it guides you. When you decide not to touch something, because it's wrong, it guides you from destroying your life, from jail, from curses. It guides you. When you fear God, you will obey the word of God. I mean, anybody who fears God will not joke with his mother. 
I mean, I saw a word yesterday that surprised me in a quiet time. In Leviticus 22, I think. Talking about, I didn't even know that word existed. Uh, Mr. Kobe, he, he would know. He, so, talking about when you sacrifice an animal. That when a, an animal is born, a cow, a goat, whatever, you don't sacrifice it immediately. He said, you will take Leviticus 32, verse 19, I think. If you don't, let me see if that is it. No. But the King James taught me that word. He said, you must let the baby, don't kill it, but let the baby be under its dam. D-A-M. For eight days or seven days. So, please find dam and see in Leviticus where it is. 22, I'm sure it's in 22. 22, 27. 27. When a bullock or a sheep or a goat is brought forth, then it shall not be seven days under the dam. Then it shall be seven days under the dam. And from the eighth day and thenceforth, it shall be accepted for an offering. So you don't kill an animal before the eighth day. But it shall be under the dam. I said, ah, I've never, just yesterday, I was with my son. So I checked the word dam. Hey! That is the word for mother. So my son said, then maybe that's how we got damsel. So wow, damsel. But if your mother, where is Caleb? If your mother is a dam, then you must be very careful not to break her. If your mother in Nairobi is a dam. You know what a dam does? It prevents water. It keeps things that should come into your life. It keeps things that must rush into your life from ever entering your life. Ha, I'm preaching already. I said, a mother, be careful. When you remove your mother's wig and you slap her with it. Ha, I can write a book. I can write a book. Of what will happen to you if you dishonor your mother. I've experienced it. There's nothing I don't know. About the lives of those who dishonor mother. 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 We've been taught about fathers. But I'm talking about. So if you fear God. You will know that that woman sitting there is a dam. Yes. No matter her behavior, no matter her things, be, you be careful. I mean, you in glasses, be careful. Yes. Oh, I forgot you are wearing glasses. Be careful. If you fear God. So, those who don't fear God, their portion is disasters. Is there? Disasters. 
thine own wickedness. You can sit down. Thy own wickedness. So I correct you. When your mother advises you, be very careful. Unless it contradicts the word of God. Because we are not... Our fear must not be for a man. But you must be very sure what you are doing. <laughs> because what she's telling you is because you are not spiritual. But if you are a little spiritual, you will know that God is the one speaking. One brother was being peppered by his wife. Even me, I was bewildered. One day as we were talking, he said, my mother told me. And I said, where is she? She's dead. And he began to cry. If you throw away the fear of God, only pain, only misery, those of you who don't fear God, but are doing well, you are only marking time. God says, don't touch the girl's breast before you marry her. You are not just touching. You are drinking milk from it. God bless you. The Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord give you peace. Last but one. The duty of every man is to fear God. The duty of every man. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. That's the whole story. Here now, New Living Translation. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. New Living Translation. That's the whole story. Here now is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey his commands. For this is everyone's duty. You live. To fear God. Your duty is not to be a prayer warrior. Your duty is not to be a pastor. Rather, you become a pastor because of your fear of God. Fear God. Because those who fear God serve him. If we ever find you singing well, it's because of your fear of God. If you find, if we ever find you not beating your husband because you can beat him, it's no the fear of God. So our duty is not to become pastors. Our duty is not to become shepherds. Your duty on earth is not to be a preacher. So winning is not your duty on earth. Your duty is to fear God. And if you fear God, you will talk to the person next to you about Christ. Because his blood will be on your hands. And finally, those who fear God, will be delivered from their enemies. Second Kings 17, 39. 
but the Lord your God. King James, but the Lord your God, ye shall fear. And he shall deliver you out of the hand of some of your enemies. Uh, so, sorry. He shall deliver you out of the hand of your major enemies and leave the small, small, inkety ones for you to deal with them. No. But the Lord your God, ye shall fear. And he shall deliver you from all. Therefore, whatever stands in the coming year as an enemy, I declare your deliverance, your escape, I declare your dominion and your mastery by reason of your fear of God. When you are confronted with a demon, when you are confronted with a situation, take your fear of God back to say, Lord, I fear you. You know I fear you. If I didn't fear you, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done this. Lord, look at my fear of you and deliver me from this enemy. I declare in this coming year, in this coming year, I said, in this coming year, you will enjoy, you will enjoy uncommon deliverance, uncommon escapes. What, what brought you down last year will not bring you down this year. In this coming year, 2021, I command your deliverance. I command your escape. I command your strength abiding above your enemies. Nothing, nothing. That is an enemy will be above you. Nothing. No situation. No person. No idea. Nothing. That is an enemy shall dominate you. Why? Because of your fear. May God strengthen you to fear him. May your fear of God be intact. May your fear of God be solid. May your fear of his voice, of his word, of his commandment, bring you to a place of blessing. Lift your two hands. And pray now that you'll be a wise man. Wise man. Wise man. Wise men from the east. They fear God. They fear God. They fear God. It's a fear of God. That makes you say, no. 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 My feelings have come, but no. My feelings have come, but no. It's a fear of God. Madika haola. Yamandala baba. Ha. If you fear a man, you will sin. I said, if you fear a man. The Bible says, the fear of a man brings a snare. It traps you. But the fear of God. Is the right way to live. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands and pray and say, Lord, in this coming year, help me to listen to this message again and again and again and again and again and again and again. So I get an A in the subject called the fear of God. Lift your hands. Ask the Lord for understanding. 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 Lift your hands. Understanding. Lebatula Baba, Limima Sanda, Rimoska Baba, Lama Sandala Baba, Limoska Briondo, Imaya, Le Kabasuta, the fear of God, 
Submit himself to his wife. Well, let a wife submit herself to her husband. Submitting one to another. In the fear, if you don't have if you don't have fear, you'll be a boss in the marriage. If you don't have fear, you'll be a boss. If you don't have fear, you'll be a witch in the marriage. Mazanua. Kinua. Kinua. Ma. Aliandosta. The fear of God. Ha. This money, I can eat it. But it's not for me. I won't touch it. I won't touch it. Yes. You won't take advantage of somebody's weakness if you fear God. If you fear God, you If you fear God, you won't curse the dead. You won't put a stumbling block on the path of the blind. Father, we thank you. And as every eye is closed, and every head is bowed, if you are here and you are not born again, you came for this Christmas service, you are online, you are not born again, only say, Pastor, pray for me, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you right now, this, now, this very moment, this very moment, if you are here, I want to pray with you to, to give your life to Christ. Lift your hand, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, I'm going to pray for you. Let's all say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I surrender my life to I you. Surrender my life. Have today. mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Teach me your fear. Teach me your fear. I must pass the subject. I must pass the subject. I must understand the subject. I must understand the subject. Teach me your fear. Teach me your fear. Today. Today. I command. I command. Evil. Evil. Go. Go. Rebellion. Rebellion. Go. Go. Pride. Pride. Go. Go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.